I'm Whitney. And I'm Taylor. And we're back as the Ghost Sisters. Bow bow! Yes, a lovely two-week hiatus. Yeah, that was definitely needed. Oh my gosh, it really was. I mean, when you were like, "We're gonna take two weeks off," I was like, "Oh, okay." But I mean, I got sick the first week, and I started school, and then just school. Like, yeah, I needed, I needed it. Yeah, I, I have been just like, I don't think I've had a break. So yeah. I'm 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 glad that we we took the two weeks and now we can come back stronger than ever. Yep. So. Yep. So the cool thing is I have no idea what we're talking about today. Woo-hoo! And the cool thing is is I switched topics three times. So even if you did, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm really excited about this, especially because like. You have no clue. And so I'm really excited. I mean, no one else has a clue. I mean, you will because Taylor's going to put the subject line on there. So you're going to be like, ha, bitch, I already knew. But, you know, (laughs) it'll still be it'll still be fun and exciting. Yeah. So if you're ready. I'm ready. Let's go. All right. So maybe you can add in some like dramatic sounds or something to this. Because Taylor. Okay. Okay. I want you to imagine with me, if you will. You are driving in a car late at night down a backcountry road. The only light around you comes just from your headlights. As you pass down the winding country road, enjoying the peaceful nighttime drive, with the trees towering around you, you turn the corner and your headlights seem to illuminate something in the distance. You notice two bright red lights far off in the distance. They are way too bright to be a distant spotlight, and you don't recall that there's a train on this road. You decide to slow down a little bit as you start to approach these lights, when to your horror, you see it. A large, looming figure with large, glowing red eyes. You stare in fear as you see its wings expand, blocking the light of your headlights, They cover the entire width of the road when suddenly it flies up into the sky. This is what happened when two couples near Point Pleasant, West Virginia, were on a drive. I, I, the second you said two orbs, I was like, I know what we're doing. (laughs) So in November, well, on November 15th, 1966, two couples Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Mallet, I think Mallet, were driving outside near the TNT area outside of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, when they passed by an abandoned power plant. And suddenly Steve noticed large glowing red eyes, as I mentioned, and a weird winged like man beast in the middle of the road. Linda gave a description of the beast as having large, circular, fiery red eyes with a body of a man, but with wings. She said about the half man, half monster that you could actually see the muscles in its legs. 
The couple stated that it seemed to kind of wobble as though it couldn't keep its balance. In fear, they sped along the road back to the route, back to route 62 towards Point Pleasant. As they watched it take off and follow them back towards town. They said that they could hear it like its wings hitting the top of the car and it left actual like scratch marks on top of the car. They said that they they stated that they could actually hear outside of the vehicle. And this was Mary Mallet gave this description that it sounded like it squeaked like a big mouse. Which <laughs> okay. is a little odd for like Yeah. Not terrifying, but okay. Because <laughs> I'm like, you hear like, and then like, but you know, so the group stated that once they made it to the edge of Point Pleasant, the winged creature actually just vanished towards a nearby field. And the group was too afraid to turn back to see what exactly it was. But that wasn't the end of their encounter. So the couple stopped at a local dairy land, which I didn't look into. I don't really know what it is, but it reminds me of like Dairy Queen. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Someone let me know. But they were trying to decide what it was that they wanted to do next. Eventually, they decided, let's go make sure what we saw actually was real. Let's go make sure that it's actually still there. So they headed that way. And of course, fear got the better of them. And they were like, no, fuck that. And decided to turn back around. They were like, I can't handle that. But on the way (laughs) of turning back around, they actually saw a dead dog on the side of the road. At that point, though, the creature reemerged by where the dog was and launched itself over their car to the other side of the field. Oh, damn. So the two couples quickly sped back down along the road because they were like, nope. And they stopped at a diner where they contacted the police deputy, Millard Halstead. They explained to the deputy the encounter that they just had. And the deputy thought, no, not at all. But then thought about it, (laughs) Old Town 60s style, and was like, nah, these, these kids, they're good kids. So he decided that he would go check things out with them. So they all gathered up, got into the car, and the kids led them back towards where they saw it and where this dog was. Whenever they got over there, the deputy said that he didn't see anything, but he did start hearing weird static coming from his radio. That's kind of it for him. However, the teens, the couples that were sitting inside of the vehicle noticed that there was something kind of flying off towards the side. Like they saw it kind of like flying in the sky, making rounds and everything and kind of creating like a big cloud of dust in a nearby coal yard. That's kind of all that they really saw. However, it was Hmm. concerning enough that the next day, Sheriff George Johnson, which is like, it's a great name. Sheriff George name, Johnson. Yeah. George, George Johnson. Johnson. He held a press conference discussing that sighting. To which the local press then named this creature Mothman. Which, of course, yeah. the idea was similar to that of the popular comic book character at the time, Batman. That's really how it got its name. It was, you know, Mothman. Huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Despite this 
huge interaction that happened. The actual for- first reported sighting of Mothman was in 1966 in Clendenin, West Virginia, by two grave diggers. They were just kind of doing their job when all of a sudden out of the woods, this giant creature just like appeared before them and then was like, peace out, Girl Scout, and flew away towards Point Pleasant. So after those two grave diggers saw it, a few days later, that is whenever our two couples happened upon this creature within the woods. But as we learned with it, with their encounter, obviously it likes to chase vehicles, but no one ever mentioned it like attacking anyone. But for me, like the couple saw a dead dog. So it makes me wonder if maybe it could attack animals or anything like that. But there wasn't a whole lot, you know. About that. It's like the Sasquatch. Yeah, it's like the Sasquatch of flying cryptids. Yeah, I mean, basically, yeah. They were just were like, yeah. I don't fucking know. It does whatever Mothman do. I don't, Mothman? Mothman? Mothman. Does whatever, does whatever a Mothman, Mothman can. Does. <laughs> so, as we gathered, a Mothman, well, not a Mothman, the Mothman, is a humanoid-like creature that is part man and part bird with very distinctive red eyes. It's said that it stands between six and seven foot tall, and it has like a darkish gray color to its entire body. There's statues of it, of course, and they depict it with like big muscles and like talons and like all of that kind of stuff. Right. But of course, Mothman has those distinctive wings that are said to have a 10 foot wingspan. And it's possible that those wings look like a moth or they look like a bat or even owl-like kind of wings. Hmm. Which, have you seen the video of like the owls flying? Like they go through all of the different kinds of birds and like record the sounds of them flying and it gets to the owl and it's just silence. Yeah. Now. Yeah, that's a really cool like. Think of a seven foot tall red eyed monster making absolutely no noise as it flies in the skies with its 10 foot wingspan. Like that's terrifying. That is terrifying. Yeah. That's yeah. The other descriptive descriptive things for it. It's sometimes said to have had a tail and then it has no neck. You have no (laughs) neck. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Just like a a thumb Mothman. Mothman (laughs) thumb. The Mothman, though, should not be confused with the creature Owl Man. So the Owl Man, or also known as Death Raptor. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) It escalates so quickly. Like, I was like, what the fuck is an Owl Man? And then it was like, AKA Death Raptor. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. So wait, your, okay. What was your your ghost hunting name it was shadow something oh yeah shadow master shadow master i want to be death i want to be death you're gonna be death raptor okay (laughs) yeah shadow master and death raptor yeah (laughs) fighting crime yeah we should be like a paranormal crime fighting team like we fight crimes from like afterlife crimes i don't know so we're the we're ghosted isn't that that the whole premises of ghosted yeah, I don't know. Okay. 
saw a couple episodes of Ghosted. So I don't really know what okay. it's about. Anyways, so the Owl Man, aka Death Raptor, aka Taylor, is a human yeah. <laughs> a human owl-like creature that's been said to be seen in the village of Monin. Monin? I'm very sorry, y'all. Monin in Cornwall in the UK. Oh, okay. Corn- yes. Cornwall. God, I'm so- Cornwall. Cronwell. Cronwell. I my eyes just like were dyslexic for a minute. Cornwall in the UK in 1976. So it was actually said that this, I'm just going to call it Death Raptor now. This Death Raptor was spotted by two young girls in the village. It was like flying over like a church tower. But that's really all. Like that's it. There's not a huh. whole, whole lot. I also saw something about the one of the guys that like reported on it or actually like said that he saw it is known to be a hoaxer. So they're kind of like, oh, eh, maybe not. But eh, that's fair. The description of Owlman is it's only about four or five feet tall. So it's like Mothman's younger cousin, but still has like a 10 foot wingspan. And obviously it oh, has shit. like, you know, owl like wings and everything. And it has talons. But it also apparently has red glowing eyes. Huh. So, yeah. But don't don't get that confused. Because Mothman actually, especially for the city of Pleasant Point, is thought to be a harbinger of doom. So yep. it gets a bad rap. Like, a lot of times people are like, it's a villain. Like, ah, oh, it's evil. And then other people are like, it's just trying to help you guys out, man. So, right. Yeah. He's just trying to live in life. He's living life. So I've I've got a few of the disasters that Mothman has been said to have either not really prophesized, but to have been spotted around, been involved with, so on and so forth. So one of the main sightings, which of course is in Pleasant Point Pleasant, so it was sighted between 1966 and 1967. At which point was the collapse of the Silver Bridge? So this bridge is part of Route 35, and it crossed the Ohio River and connected Point Pleasant, West Virginia, to Gallipolis. Galapolis? What? Galapolis? Galapolis. Yep. I don't know. I don't know why my mouth is like, you can't say that. Ohio. Anyways, (laughs) so West Virginia to Ohio. So the Silver Bridge was an I-bar chain suspension bridge that was built in 1928. And you've got the face that I had. So (laughs) an I-bar chain bridge, I did look up because I am not an engineer of any sort. Apparently what an I-bar is is it's a straight bar with eye holes on either end. And then you hook up the different components to the for the bridge to the ends of it. So it's just basically one giant piece of steel with two holes at the end and connects things. Okay. So, But it is a suspension bridge. Uh, nope, nope, lies. It is a tension bridge and not a suspension bridge. Okay. <laughs> Just lies. Lies. <laughs> lies, slander. Anyways, so the bridge collapsed on December 15th, 1967 during rush hour traffic, and it caused the death of 46 people. Oh, damn. It was kind of 
the video that I saw went into some a little bit of detail as far as like, you know, a majority of those deaths were from drowning. The cars all fell into the river. They searched for people. There were two that were not ever found, but you know, it was around Christmas. Apparently there were like Christmas presents Aww. floating in the water and everything. It was just a very tragic disaster that happened. Yeah. So during the investigation into the institute uh, incident, not institute, it was discovered that a single eye bar actually had a small notch, at least from what I understand from reading about it, was a small notch that caused it to give way. So there was a defect in that eye bar. So it also, that investigation also brought up the fact that the bridge was not supposed to withstand the amount of weight that it actually was. And so, of course, over yeah. time, that notch starts to open further and further. And also, it turns out that the the bridge was not maintained appropriately. Surprise! Well, shocking! <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe they would have found the notch if it was. But, you know, what's crazy to me is that somebody, this is like people that can go back to, like, firefighters that can go back and figure out where the origin of the fire started, that they can look through all of this rubble and debris and be like, there and it be is. like that right there is what started Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty crazy. Because that's, I also was like, how do you know it's just that one single thing? But I mean, I guess right. unless they can tell, maybe it's the difference between, like, it, the other's pulling apart versus slowly moving and eating away kind of thing i don't know yeah i suppose yeah because like geology you can tell the difference between different types of stress and yeah so maybe that. it's the same kind yeah. of thing they're able to to look at that i don't know you guys have amazing eyes way to go yeah yeah legit yeah which also how do you become a like are you an engineering investigator like i don't know that's like the other day I found out about forensic meteorology and I was like, the fuck is that? Oh yeah. That stuff's fascinating. Yeah. yeah where you like go like, back. I'm going to have to do that. Go back to like what the weather was at the time and the possibilities and like, oh, there could have been a, yeah. a you know, lightning bolt that struck it. Bah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Right. Get on it. But that's what like... are you doing here? Fuck. <laughs> that's like people that are like considered chicken nugget experts and stuff it's like how did you become that okay look so i was in ffa in high school and uh -huh. legit one of the activities that i had was like i had to go through and be able to tell like the difference between a grade a egg and a grade b egg i had to go through and figure out the different types of chicken nuggets like, I learned that there's such thing as a marriage, and it's whenever two chicken nuggets are stuck together, it's called a marriage. Hmm. And then, of course, no. I know. And then, like, looking at the different chickens and stuff and being able to tell what a healthy one is versus non-healthy one, the, the egg-laying hmm. ones and the non-ones, and normally the ones that look like complete shit are the master egg layers, so. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> upsetting. But yeah, so that was, FFA was weird. It was wild. Yeah, high school was high wild. School was wild. <laughs> so back to this. How uh, does Mothman yeah. fit into this tragedy? Yeah. So there were reports of Mothman being sighted either flying by the bridge or even sitting on the bridge. And a lot of people that saw it sitting presumed that it was sitting where that eye bar was damaged. 
that leads some people to say that Mothman was the reason that the bridge broke. Like, you know, it was sitting out there and was like, ha ha ha, fuck you guys, and destroyed it. But others believe that it was the creature's way to warn people that there was a defect on that bridge at that time. So, yeah. I think he may have just been tired of flying. And he was like, bridge. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Like, I feel yeah. like that's why a lot of birds stop flying is they're like, this legit. This isn't home, but it's home for right now. Exactly. You know. But after. But. What? I was going to say, but that doesn't make for a good story. That does not make for a good story. While it is not widely believed that Mothman travels the globe or even the United States, there have been other sightings that have preceded different disasters. Uh, One of them includes the explosion in Chernobyl. So. Really? Yeah. On April 26th, uh, 1986 in Soviet Russia, There was an explosion in Chernobyl when performing a system test of Reactor 4. The town nearby, Pripyat, I think is how you guys say it, I don't know. Pripyat was the base for first responders. However, of course, it was later evacuated due to the amount of radiation from the disaster. During different interviews with residents of Pripyat, it was discovered that they actually saw a large winged creature flying over the town several times. Some workers from Chernobyl actually stated that they saw the same creature hovering over the plant. So descriptions of the creature matched those from Point Pleasant in 1966. It was a man-like bird with glowing red eyes. So I actually, now that you've like explained it, I remember reading something about one of the workers that he just recently died and he was talking about, he remembered seeing it like through the window in Chernobyl Mm. before the accident happened. Yeah, it sounded like some of them were saying it was like days before. I didn't really see anything that Mm -hmm. said it was like the day of or like right before it happened, but it just like it was around and it was kind of like a weird warning sign for stuff. Mm-hmm. So then of course, another very tragic incident was people claimed to have seen the creature near the world trade center about five days Ooh. before the terrorist attacks that changed the nation. Some people stated that they actually saw the creature on the day of the attacks and that they could see him through the clouds of smoke and debris. So that was hmm. a very big one, obviously. Mm-hmm. I didn't really find a whole, whole lot about that. Just people, I guess, said that they saw it there. I could see that, like, some people might legitimately be like, yes, I actually saw it. But I could also see some people just saying, oh, I saw this just to make it dramatic. Yeah, I could I could see that, too. Yeah. So. The last and most... The last and most recent claimed sighting of Mothman was actually on another bridge on Route 35. Oh. I feel like at this point, Route 35 is cursed. Yeah, in bridges. Bridges. Don't do bridges, <laughs> bridges. y'all. No. Don't die. Don't die. Route 34 over the Mississippi River in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Unlike the Silver Bridge, This bridge was a truss arc bridge, which 
is like it looks like a little half moon underneath the bridge i'm assuming i don't know anything about bridges but you know it's oh, it's I, got okay. like the the arch under it not above yeah, it under I got you. it so yeah. completely different kind of bridge on august 1st 2007 during again rush hour traffic it experienced a catastrophic failure which resulted in 13 people dead and 145 injured Wow. Yeah. So according to the investigation into the bridge collapse, it was determined that a gusset plate was ripped along a line of rivets. So hmm. once rush hour traffic hit, there was added weight on the bridge and it caused the bridge to finally give out and collapse. So for months before the collapse, though, it seems as though there were reports came flooding in about a Mothman-like figure that was seen near and around the bridge. So, hmm. again, another warning. Interesting. So, of course, as stated before, majority of these sightings have been mainly in Point Pleasant Point, West Virginia. It doesn't sound like he really likes to pack his bags and travel. He's kind of a homebody, which... Same. same. So... <laughs> Back in 1966, a local journalist, Mary Heyer, began reporting on the Mothman sightings and eventually teamed up with UFOologist. UFOlogist? UFOlogist. UFO UFOlogist. Ufologist. John yeah. Keel. So John Keel, he went on to uh, write the book The Mothman Prophecies, which led to the movie mm -hmm. with Richard Gere and a whole thing. There's a whole thing. Anyways, it was said that them teaming up was almost like them becoming the Mulder and Scully of Pleasant Point. So okay. they they investigated all sorts of supernatural kind of things. Um, of course, Mothman and different UFO sightings. Um, however, huh. that led Mary Heyer to receive a very interesting visit from Men in Black. Oh, okay. So Hire yeah. received a knock on her office door one day in 1967. When she opened the door, she was confronted by two men wearing full black suits, black sunglasses, and black fedoras. They told her to stop investigating Mothman and to stop reporting on it. Hire later reported to one of her friends that the men never blinked during their interaction. Hmm. So she wasn't that. That's like, so the men in black are like a thing. Like they, we're getting, we're they getting are, into it. Oh, we're getting, okay, cool. I, I'm, yeah. We're, I went down a little rabbit hole. So we're getting into yeah. the men in black, just a okay. small snippet of it because they really do expand a lot. But Mothman is like the key starting point of men in black huh so mary Heyer was not the first and only one to receive this weird threatening visit from the men in black on february 22nd 1967 a woman named connie carpenter i think a child named connie carpenter teenage okay. said that she was walking to school whenever a black car pulled up alongside her and a man who was wearing, again, all black and with very pale complexion 
ordered Connie to get into the vehicle. She, of course, refused. Yeah, no, thank you. No, bro. Back off. He then grabbed her by the arm and tried to force her into the vehicle. Connie was a feisty bitch and she managed to escape and run home. Yeah. However, the next day, a note was slipped under her door at home that said, be careful, girl. I can get you yet. Oh, that gives me that gives me serial killer vibes for some reason. I mean, <laughs> the men in black are not good at all. No, yeah, they're not. No, so the men in black showed up to many people who reported seeing the Mothman. It wasn't just these two. There were lots of reports stating that they saw these people, well, quote unquote, people around Point Pleasant between the years of 1966 and 1967 when all the sightings of Mothman were occurring. So they were described, of course, as wearing all black, being very pale, almost gaunt. Someone described them as looking like cadavers, so almost dead-like. Yeah. One description said that they had very, very transparent skin and the person could see their veins through their skin, which... I mean, I mean, same me too. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that says about us, but like, I guess maybe like more so than us. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but know. that same person also said that they are like they had really, really long fingers, like fingers? abnormally yeah. long, and they were really like weird and awkward in different social interactions and like. Like, shaking hands was the example given that right. they just were like, I don't know what to do with this. And so they... I don't know what to <laughs> do with my hands. So, like, <laughs> that apparently was a very distinguishing thing for them. So, some people think that these beings are some sort of, like, extraterrestrial being. Or, chances are... The more popular thought is they are part of like a quasi-government agency that are tasked with looking into UFOs and UFO witnesses, or even just, you know, assassinating those witnesses, which makes sense for the 1960s. But I think now that we're like, UFOs exist, whatever, aliens are real, I don't know how uh, useful the men in black are now. I mean, they could still threaten people into not doing, into not talking, because we've, we've, Confirmed aliens exist, but we haven't confirmed cryptid cryptids exist. That is true. And that is one of the things that they're, they're big on is like, nope, mm-hmm. Mothman doesn't exist. Stop reporting on this bullshit. Because there is, I did see something, I didn't go too far into it, but they were like, you know, Point Pleasant is actually a, like an interdimensional point. And that is where, you know, creatures like Mothman come through into our universe and everything so maybe did they did they say why it's a point no because really i didn't see when i was looking to be fair point pleasant is mothman central like that's their shit sure yeah so not a whole whole lot came up but i i guess i mean it would make sense it's West Virginia, maybe they do get a lot of UFOs. I don't know. I don't know. So it just it's West it's Virginia. It's West Virginia. <laughs> I don't know. 
maybe if you guys are in Point Pleasant or in West Virginia or somewhere near there, let us know. Like, is this stuff a little spookier out there than it is here? Like, I don't know. Maybe you guys yeah. too have like a weird portal. Maybe. maybe. So we should go look back to the men in black. We're not done with these guys. Yes. So okay. they were also said to follow people in their black vehicles. Most said that they drive Cadillacs. Joe was like, okay. That's they're sponsored by I Cadillac. Guess so. That's why. I, I don't know. It's a very <laughs> like it, I feel like it would be better if it was just like, I think it's a Cadillac, but it's like an unmarked vehicle kind of deal. Like that would be better. Right. I, I don't maybe they didn't get a choice in the matter. They were like, there's a Cadillac dealership nearby. I go. So I don't know. They would just kind of follow their targets around or just like sit in their vehicles, staring and watching their intended targets. Others would even pull out cameras to take photos of their targets. Oh, I'm sure that'll get you in trouble with the men in black. (laughs) No, the men in black are the ones. The men in black would take pictures. And these particular agents are called phantom photographers. So. Oh. Yeah. But apparently they are just a big old nuisance. I I didn't see anything about like people disappearing with them. They're just kind of assholes keeping track of things. You know. Okay. It does make me kind of think though, are they assholes or are they like the hero of their own story kind of thing? They're the main character with Uh, me. Well, duh. I'm so sorry. They're they're like the, what is it, the uh, video where the guy, they're at war and the guy's like, are we the baddies? Are we the baddies? <laughs> now, John Keel, our man from earlier who teamed up with Mary Hire, definitely did not think that they were the main characters and that they were the bad guys. So he actually mm-hmm. kind of made it like his weird life purpose to call them out, basically. He was big into, you know, researching UFOs. And of course, when Mothman started happening, he was big into that too. But when all of the stuff started happening with the Men in Black related to both the UFOs and Mothman, he was like, fuck you guys. I got your number. So he went out and started to kind of chase them around, trying to call them out and confront them. So he even was the one that coined the term MIB. Like shortening mm-hmm. that out, not out, in, down, in, down, in, down, in, down, up, up, left, right. Anyways, so making, <laughs> making MIB to be more mainstream for those who have come into contact with them or, you know, just mm-hmm. UFO researchers who may need to know about them. And then John Keel even made them change their vehicle of choice. He called them out and stated They drive black Cadillacs. And at that point, it's believed that the MIB switched up what they were driving and started driving black Volkswagens. So (laughs) you're still all driving the same ass car. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, we all know you got the weird hive mind thing going. We understand you're all the same person. Um, But he still was able to call them out. Mm -hmm. So as I said before, The town of Point Pleasant is the home of Mothman. Mm -hmm. And also where the MIB got their start, apparently. They're up and coming rising stars. The town is actually like super duper beyond proud 
of their Mothman. Like, they love him. And they hold a festival and everything honoring him. It's actually, this is a very timely episode, and I did not plan that, because their festival is held the third weekend in September. Oh, Oh, damn. damn! So, like... You guys listen to this and then go book your tickets and go to West Virginia and enjoy yeah. uh, the Mothman Festival. And tell us how it went. Yeah, because they apparently have like guest speakers and those guest speakers go over all sorts of topics. Of course, talking about Mothman, but it also talks about Bigfoot and then even into paranormal subjects, too. So like if you guys are listening to this, you guys would probably enjoy the shit out of this festival. You guys should go. Legit. When you attend the festival, you, of course, need to stop by and see the Mothman statue that's in the center of town. Get that picture of that bad boy and then stop by the Mothman Museum. Like this is it should they should just change their name to Mothman City. Like. That's yeah. what they need. I mean, and it kind of fits in with like Gotham City, the whole Batman like connection there. I think they yeah. need to change it. They really do. So Agreed. at the festival, you can also, their, their tagline on their website is Orlando's got that Mickey character. We've got Mothman. So there is a guy <laughs> dressed up as Mothman walking around the festival, taking pictures and everything. So go, go. That's amazing. Have fun we and go. enjoy and get your picture taken with Mothman. Yeah. So that is what I had. On Mothman, it was a fun, happy accident because I just was looking around at things and I was like, oh, yeah, Mothman. So Mothman's exciting. And I hope you guys found it exciting, too. I found it exciting. I loved it. Great. I love Mothman. (laughs) Yeah, Mothman. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. So while I was looking at things, there's have you heard of Squishmallows? Yes. Yes. Okay. Is there a Mothman Squishmallow? Squishmallow And it is the cutest thing in the world. And I want one so bad now. Like, it is just (laughs) adorable. It's got like the little wings. It's got little red eyes. It's just so cute. And it's like fat and adorable. I want one. I've never (laughs) wanted a stuffed animal more than that right now. So (laughs) it's just adorable. Very good. That's funny. Well, amazing. I think that's all I've got. Very good. Yes. If you live in West Virginia and you have experiences with Mothman, or apparently if you live anywhere in the world, and you have experiences with well, Mothman, reach out to us. As stated. Unless it's the Death Raptor. Okay. As stated again, he doesn't like to travel. Chances are he's yeah. in West Virginia. Mountain yeah. Mama. Well, still. Country rule. I think that's the second time we. It really that. is. It's a catchy song. <laughs> it is. So yes, if you have experiences with Mothman or the Men in Black, Ooh, if you um, have experiences with the Men in Black, tell me. Yas, hit us up on Instagram at the Ghost Sisters TX, or hit us up on Gmail, the Ghost Sisters TX at gmail.com or the Ghost Sisters at everywhere else that we have social media. Yeah, all of the things. Yeah. All the things. So, yes. We will spook you bitches later. Later, bitches. Bye. Bye.